verse 1 through 4. Isaiah chapter 26. Verses 1 through verse 4. Everybody there? Amen. Amen. And that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Amen. And I want to minister to you today from this thought, how to maintain perfect peace. How to maintain perfect Peace. Father, we love you. We thank you, Jesus, again today, God, for your goodness, oh God. I thank you for your kindness, Lord, your presence we feel in this place. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us. Keep us, oh God. Let us not leave the way that we came, but let us leave changed and renewed and refreshed. And we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. How to maintain perfect Peace. In the church, we hear a lot about peace. So just what is peace? Peace is freedom from disturbance, tranquility. It is the absence of hostility and violence. In a social sense, peace is commonly used to mean a lack of conflict, such as war, harmony, and personal relationships. We see a lot of poems, and we read a lot of poems about peace. Recently, there was a poem titled, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and wisdom to know the difference. To me, when we begin to talk about peace, Peace to me means perseverance. It means to be steady and unmovable and unshakable no matter what comes my way. It means to me to be encouraged, uh, to know that no matter what I face in life and what I go through in life, God is always there beside me. I have this promise uh, that I won't leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. There's something that about his peace that caused me to be encouraged. Uh, when I think of peace, I think about being at ease. I mean, is a form of relax and uh, a steady state of rest that you find yourself in that no matter what, you know, you see a lot of uh, things talking about by this pillow and you have a rest or this mattress and you have rest. I, I, I see peace as being at ease and at relaxed and, and resting in the Lord. I see peace as being content. Amen. Amen. 
that state of calmness and that state of, 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 of not worrying about a whole lot of things uh, in my life. I have that contentment, uh, as Paul tells us about contentment there in First Timothy. He says, having food and raiment, let's be content. Then I, I, I see peace as being equanimity. In other words, having that mental and emotional state in my life. Amen. And so we have all these things uh, about peace. And Isaiah would write in Isaiah 9 and 6, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince uh, of Peace. Uh, David would also chime in and says in, in Psalms 29:11, the Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Amen. And so God will bless us with peace. Uh, when salvation comes, uh, when we're born again of the water and the spirit, uh, peace uh, is coming upon us as well because the fruit of the spirit Spirit is love, is joy, is peace. Uh, so God will give us that which He already possesses. Amen. He will keep us in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon Him. Amen. We need to understand that no matter the storms of life, no matter the trials of life, when we walk hand in hand with God, when we keep our focus on God, Amen. We will be in that state of serenity and peace within our lives. Uh, so in order to maintain my perfect peace, uh, I must keep my focus uh, on the one that can provide me with all the peace that I have need of. Uh, Peter tells us, casting all your cares uh, upon the Lord because he careth for you. Be careful for nothing, Paul says, uh, but with everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made on under God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will keep your hearts in mind through Christ Jesus. Uh, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, uh, whatsoever things are just, uh, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, uh, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace will be with you. We've got to stay focused on the one that can provide us that serenity and calmness that we need. The world will always try to distract you, to cause you, amen, to lose what God is trying to give to you, because God gives you good things in life, but the world will try to distract you to cause you to lose uh, what God is trying to do to you. Amen. Isaiah, I mean, Psalms 119, 165, great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. We need to have this serenity and peace within ourselves. Uh, Jesus says, uh, 
Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world give it, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John 14, 27. So don't let your heart be troubled. He wants you to stay in perfect peace. If your heart is troubled, you've lost focus. You're not focusing on what you should be focusing on. You're focusing on something else than Almighty God. The key to maintaining your perfect peace, as Isaiah says, is to focus on Jesus Christ. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon Him. If you look at the situation, if you look at the trials, if you look at the circumstance, you're going to lose your peace. Amen. Because you will be distracted every time. John 16.33 These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. If he overcomes the world, then if you keep your focus on him, you will overcome the world as well. As the songwriter said, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. When Jesus places disciples in the boat and says, let's go to the other side in Mark chapter 4, they got into the midst of the storm. And as a result, their boat was being filled with water. And as they were trying to empty the water out of the boat, they was afraid that they were going to sink. Jesus was asleep in the hinder part of the ship. And they wake him up and they says, Master, don't you care that we perish? Jesus stood. He rebuked the storm and the wind. And he says, Peace, be still. And he turned to his disciples and he says, Why are you fearful? How is it you have no faith? You must maintain your faith in the storm. And the only way you maintain your faith in the storm is to keep your faith and your eyes stayed on the Prince of Peace. You have to look at Jesus. So with all the scriptures and the instructions we have in the Word of God, why are there so many people without peace in their lives? Why is suicide on the rise? Why is divorce on the increase? Why is there so much disunity and unrest in the church and in the home and in the school and in the community and the world? Why are so many people turning their back on Jesus seeking peace elsewhere? Why are so many losing hope and becoming hopeless in their lives? Why are there so many sleepless nights? Why are there so many struggles with post-traumatic stress disorder, insomnia, distress, perplexity, troubled lives, when they say they are born again and they know the Prince of Peace? Ponder those things for a moment. And now ask yourself, have I lost my peace?
if I can't find rest and contentment, I might not be yoked with the right yoke bearer. Come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. The reason our cross is not heavy is because he's already carried it for us. See, so whatever we pick up should be light because we are linked and yoked together with him. I have to keep my focus on where my peace lies. There should be nothing that hinder my peace and my rest when I'm yoked with God. Amen. Paul admonished us to not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. The Lord told Moses in Exodus 33:14, My presence will go with thee, and I will give thee rest. If God's presence is going to be with me, why am I not always at rest? Amen. I can't lose focus. The children of Israel had two things to keep them reminded of God's presence. They had the cloud in the day. They had the pillar of fire by night to let them know that God is always with them. You and I, we have His Spirit dwelling inside of us. As we heard this morning, stir up the gift that is in you. If you don't have rest, if you don't have peace, you're losing your focus. You're not focusing on the right thing. You need to stir up the gift of the Holy Ghost that is within you. You've got to get your mind made up and then set it on Jesus Christ. And don't lose focus. Amen. You trust God. No matter what is taking place in your life, no matter what trials or circumstances, if you want peace, you've got to keep your focus on Jesus. If not, you're not going to have peace. You're going to be in a turmoil. You're going to be destructive. You're going to be turned upside down. You're not going to have rest. This is what the enemy desires to do. Jesus said the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you may have life and that more abundantly. You've got to keep your focus on Jesus Christ. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. Amen. If you notice Job's life, it would have been easy for Job amen, to give it and throw in the tower. But Job kept worshiping God. He just kept talking about God. He kept his focus uh, where it should be. Even when his friends were trying to distract him and pull him away, he kept talking about God. No matter what you go through in life, keep your focus. Keep talking about God. Keep worshiping him. I know that my 
Redeemer liveth. And he shall stand in the latter days upon the earth. And after the skin worms has ate this body, yet in my flesh, Job says, I shall see God. He knows the way that I take. And when I am tried, I shall come forth like gold. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie in green pastures. He lead me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He lead me in the paths of righteousness. For his name's sake, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadows of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff that comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me and the presence of mine enemies. My Amen. He anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Jesus is the good shepherd. And the good shepherd give his life for the sheep. The Psalms goes over Psalms 121. And he says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord that made the heavens and the earth. He will not suffer me to be moved. He that keepeth me will not slumber. He that keepeth Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is the shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out uh, and thy coming in uh, from this time forth uh, and evermore. God will protect you. God will give you rest. God will give you peace. Keep your mind stayed on him, not on the problem, not on the circumstance. Uh, if you lose your focus, uh, you're not going to be at rest. Uh, you're going to be tormented by the enemy of your soul. You're not going to be at peace. If you are perfect peace. Your mind has got to stay on him. Praise God. Luke would write of John the Baptist in Luke chapter 1 verse 73 through 79, the oath which he swore by our father Abraham that he would grant unto us that he would bring being delivered out of the hands of our enemies might serve him without fear and holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our lives, and thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercies of our God, whereby the day spring from on high visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and the shadows of death, to guide our feet and to the ways of peace. Amen. Notice, he will guide our ways, our feet into the ways of peace. God will show us the way. The steps of a good man is order of the Lord, and he directs his way. God will show us the way, amen, to peace, amen, to follow him. Paul tells us in Romans 8, 6, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So this is why I say, don't follow the ways of the world, because 
Because if you do, you're not going to be at peace. It's enmity against God. So where is your focus? You're not supposed to be troubled. You're not supposed to be distressed. You're not supposed to be without rest. He giveth his beloved rest. The psalmist says in Psalms 127, except the Lord build the house, they that labor, labor in vain that builds it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman but waketh in vain. It is vain for you to rise, to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of soul. Why? Because he gives his beloved sleep. Are you sleeping at night? Are you laying down and going to rest? Eight sweet hours? Hello? You don't get eight hours of sleep? What, what are you doing with it? That means you lost focus. You've lost focus. That's 24 hours in a day. You work eight hours? Right? You can rest eight hours. What are you doing with the other eight? You got to learn time management. See, if you lose focus, you're not going to be at rest. Hello? Getting kind of quiet out there. (laughs) You got to stay focused. He brought you out to take you in. He brought peace. He brought stability. He brought love and joy and goodness and kindness and faith and humbleness of mind. The things that God brought to us through the Spirit. Distress did not come with the Spirit. Perplexity did not come with the Spirit. Stress did not come with the Spirit. Amen. Unrest did not come with the Spirit. Come on. He gave us newness of life. Amen. He gives us rest. He gives us beloved sleep. Amen. So don't focus on the circumstances and the situation. Give it to Him. Let Him worry about those things. You stay focused on Him and let Him work in His time. He will make all things beautiful in His time. You just need to keep your focus on God. Amen. If the circumstances are controlling you, amen, you're going to destroy yourself. Amen. No circumstances control you. You should control the circumstance. Amen. If the battle is beating you up, the battle is is controlling you. You're not controlling the battle. Hello? Come on. He will keep you in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed upon Him. Don't let other things distract you. Amen. I'm not saying you don't have stuff that comes to to you, but don't let that preempt God. 
He wants you to stay in perfect peace. Yeah, you can read scriptures. You see that all of them had situations. But notice what they did. They kept their focus on God. Amen. When you look at David and Goliath, amen, everybody is talking about how big Goliath is. How tall he is. How much armor he's wearing. All the things about Goliath. But what did David do? David talked about his God. He simply said, God delivered me out of the paw of the bear and the lion. He will deliver me out of the hands of this uncircumcised Philistine. He never focused on Goliath's height or anything. Even when Saul tried to give him his armor. And then David says, I have not proved this. I can't use this. But isn't it amazing that he couldn't prove God? He couldn't work. Saul's armor, but after he killed Goliath, the Bible says he takes all of Goliath's armor and he puts it in his tent. Think about it. And later on, David would go back to get the sword of Goliath to fight with. You know why? Because he had proved it. Because he used it to cut off Goliath's head. Amen. We need to realize we've got to stay our focus. When David, amen, he ran to Goliath. He did not let Goliath control the battle. He controlled the battle. When they, they come together, David ran to Goliath. He didn't wait for Goliath to come to him. Amen. He ran to Goliath. And he says, you come to me with a sword and a shield and a spear, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, whom you are defiling this day. The Lord will deliver you into my hand, and he will give your hand and your carcasses to the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field. Amen. Why? Amen. Because he kept his focus. That's why you read all the Psalms. David is focusing on the Lord. In Psalms 42, David says, As the heart pant for the water brook, so panteth my soul at the deal, God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come in the Pure before God. My tears has been my meat night and day while they continue to say to me, Where is thy God? When I call upon these things and remember these things, he says, I pour out my soul before me. He says, I went to the house of God with them with the multitude, with the joy and the praise, and them that kept holy day. He says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou the trouble in me? Hope thou in God, I shall yet praise him who is the help of my continents and my life. We need to realize we got to stay focused on God. If not, the enemy is going to take every bit of peace we ever have, and you're going to be distressed. You're going to be suicidal. You're going to have all kinds of issues in your life of sickness and everything else if you don't stay focused on God. To keep your mind stayed on something is you got to focus that way. You have to stay focused on what you're doing. If you're not living in peace, as I said, you've lost focus. Isaiah says he's going to keep you in perfect peace. Inward, outward, 
peace with God, peace with your conscience, peace with yourself, peace at all times, peace in every event and peace in every circumstance whose mind is stayed upon him. David says in Psalms 57, 7, my heart is fixed, O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and I will give praise. Amen. we got to get back to the old basics. Amen. My heart has got to be fixed. My mind has got to stay upon him. Nothing shall be able to separate me from the love of God. Neither the stress, the persecutions, the family. Nothing should be able to part you from God's goodness and grace and mercy. When you realize and you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for you, something shall swell up inside of you and says, thank God for saving me. We need to stay focused upon him. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon you. Praise God. Don't lose focus. Trust in the Lord at all times. For the Lord Jehovah is an ever-saving strength. When you feel like you can't go anymore, stay focused. He knows the things we have need of. He will give us the strength that we have need of. Think about Elijah. God knew the brook was going to run dry when he sent him there to start with. But as the brook began to run dry and the ravens didn't bring him any more meat, what did the Lord say? Go to Zareth, because I prepared a woman there to sustain you. Amen. And when Elijah goes there, he sees the woman that God has already prepared for him. He goes before us to make the way straight. He knows what you have need of. Don't lose focus. He will keep you in perfect peace. If you keep your mind stayed upon him, he will give you the rest that you need. James tells us in James. James 4, 1 through 10. From whence come wars and fighting among you? Come they not hence even of your lust that war in your members? Uh, you lust and you have not. Uh, you kill and you desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you have not because you ask not. Uh, you ask and receive not because you ask to miss, uh, that you may consume it upon your lust. Uh, you idolaters and idolatrous. Uh, know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy, but he giveth more grace. Wherefore he said, God resist the proud, but he giveth grace to the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will free from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw now to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be affliction and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy into heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Amen. Get some humility and stay focused on God. There's no peace in the world. Amen. Paul says when they say peace and safety, then suddenly the destruction come upon them as travail upon a woman with 
shall, and they shall not escape. But Isaiah says he'll keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon him, undisturbed, perfect peace. The mind that has confidence in God shall not be agitated with trials and troubles and circumstances and sickness and pain and poverty and loneliness and hopelessness and persecutions and wants and bereavement. Those things won't shake you because you will have perfect peace. Isaiah 45, 18. For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I said not unto the seed of Jacob, seek ye me in vain. I, the Lord, speaketh righteousness. I declare things that are right. Assemble yourselves and come. Join near together, ye that are escaped of the nations. They have no knowledge that set up the word of their graven images and pray unto a God that cannot save. Tell ye and bring them near. Yea, let them take counsel together. Who have declared this from ancient time? Who have told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? And there is no God else beside me, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. I have sworn by myself the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow and every tongue shall swear. Isaiah 55, 7. Seek ye the Lord while ye may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous. Righteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returning not thither, but watereth the earth, and making it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please." And it shall prosper in the things whereunto I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and shall be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorns shall come up the fir tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree, and it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. If you want perfect peace, you've got to stay Focus on him. For the Lord God Jehovah is an ever-saving strength. Isaiah 48, 16 through 18. Come ye near to me. Hear ye this. 
I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that it was, there am I. And now the Lord God and his spirit have sent me. Thus said the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. All that thou hast hearkened to my commandments, then had they peace, then as a river, and the righteousness as the waves of the sea. Notice what God says. If we listen, our peace would be over us like a river. You know why? Because when you're listening to the commandments, you're staying focused on God. Peace like a river. I got peace like a river. I got peace like a river. I got peace like a river in my soul. I got peace like a river. I got peace like a river. I got peace like a river in my soul. You remember that old song? Do we have it? Do we have peace like a river? Is it flowing constantly? Is it stable in our lives? Are we at content? Are we at rest in the Lord, in the things of God, in this life? We are to be content. We are to have peace, not uncertainty, not turmoil, not unrest. We are to have peace because our focus is on him. If you're going to maintain your perfect peace, you've got to stay focused on Jesus. Paul right into the church at Colossus. Third chapter, put on therefore the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to the which you are also called in one body, and be ye thankful. Amen. Let the peace of God, let it rule you. Let it control you. Because he guides our feet in peace. Amen. Let's stand this morning. How is your peace level this morning? How is your peace? You need more peace? Are you at rest? Are you content? It's not the will of God that you be unrest. It's not the will of God that you be distressed. 
It's not the will of God that you be hopeless. It's not the will of God that you be without understanding and wisdom of him. God has our best at heart. And we can either focus on where our peace is and contentment and enjoy life, or we can focus elsewhere and let it destroy us. You say, well, I read my Bible, I pray, I go to church. Yeah, that's good. You should. Those are good things to do. But what do you do out there? You let other things distract you? Did you let other things take your mind away from what you just read, what you're supposed to be doing? Amen. Stay focused. Stay focused. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord Jehovah is an ever-saving strength. Amen. Father, we praise you. God, you are forever Oh, God, you need to renew your peace.